0: Hello baseball fans and welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast. Where we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There is no off season, and I'm your host Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from a Sully Baseball studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl on today, the ninth day of November 2017. This is my first post-World Series podcast. Uh, I was going to do something over the weekend, but I just, after all the baseball watching and the intensity and, well, what's been, let's be frank, kind of a eventful month for your pal Sully, I just spent the time as a dad. Hello baseball fans and welcome to Sully Baseball This is the podcast where we talk about baseball well, 52 weeks out of the year There is no off-season And I'm your host Paul Francis Sullivan Please call me Sully I'm recording this on the 10th day of November 2017 From Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California Overlooking the historic Rose Bowl Hey, um, I talked yesterday about my thoughts on the Hall of Fame ballot And there's another ballot to choose from, which is the awards for the the finalists for all of the baseball awards, like MVP, Cy Young, and everything. Now, I've made it clear these are awards that are voted on before the beginning of the postseason, because these are regular season awards, and there is always a day between the end of the regular season and the beginning of the wild card game, which I think should be eliminated. I think you should go right to the wildcard game, uh, get things moving. You know, if you have to burn your best pitcher on the final day of the season to clinch a wildcard berth, guess what? You don't have your best pitcher for the wildcard game. It creates a sense of urgency. But if there is going to be that day, then that's the day you tabulate all the votes. If we could do the elections like we just had for you know, the governor of Virginia, the governor of New Jersey, we have the presidential election that we vote, you know, I go down to the... The high school gymnasium in Pasadena, California, pull the little lever. I usually vote by mail, but that's neither here nor there. But let's just say I pull the little lever and there, I voted for the president. Okay? I voted for Warren G. Harding. And I come back home and I check, you know, my news source of my new station of, of choice, which for me is the home shopping network and I watch the returns, I'm seeing it that same damn day. There's no like, all right, we've made this, and with the exception of 2,000, we figure out who won the election that night. And that's for a whole country. This is for a bunch of sports writers. Turn the thing in. Boom. And then that night, the day after the regular season ends, We have, and this is when we announce this. This is when you announce who the MVP finalists are, who the Cy Young finalists are, and everything. And before either game one or game four of the World Series, because you know there's going to be a game one, you know there's going to be a game four. uh, You present the awards. Or maybe you do it in the off day. You know, I think you should have a big awards ceremony. I think you should rent out Radio City Music Hall or something and turn it into a TV event. You know, and have stars, have you know, funny comedy films, have you know, you know, Kesha show up. I don't even really know who Kesha is. She's a singer, right? But you do something like that and you have an award ceremony, and the nominees for best for the American League Cy Young Award are and then you list them off. Why not do that? And if you're not going to do it before the game, that could be amazing, you know, before the game. But then do it, do it the day after the season ends, you know, before everyone scatters off them. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. Why am I the only one thinking like this? But anyway, I mean, you could, you know, it's not that hard to tabulate. There's a much smaller sample size you have to tabulate than what you have for a presidential election. Anyway, um, so when you, I'm just going to quickly go through. This is not going to be my longest podcast, but I do want to go over these before they announce the winners next week. Uh, some of these are pretty straightforward. The American League MVP, like I, I, and to be honest with you, even though I felt that some of the members of the Rockies, um, most egregiously Nolan Arenado, uh, may have been shortchanged, but the National League Most Valuable Player award, I mean, there was you could. Point to seven or eight players who may be winners. You know, you could point. There are several players here. Yeah, this guy should win. This guy. If you're only doing three nominees, there's going to be some people hosed. And I think because there's more than one Rockies player, that may have that may have hurt the chances of Arenado. But um, I don't really have a problem with any of these. I mean, the the most. The most surprising could be that Jose Ramirez over Mike Trout, although Jose Ramirez deserves it. If Mike Trout didn't get injured and lose about a month and a half of the season, he, he might have won. He was having one of his best seasons ever. Um, but, uh, you know, you take a look, Okay. Um, the National League MVP, again, I have no problem with any one of these three winning. Paul Goldschmidt had a tremendous season, one of the best of his career, and I'm glad that he's a finalist here. Um, Joey Votto, who I think should be the best leadoff man in baseball, but no one will bat him leadoff, had an unbelievable season for a crappy team. But I don't want to, I'm not a big fan of penalizing a player because the players around him. Sucked. In fact, you could say that that reflects well on him, that he was putting up these unbelievable numbers for a team that was playing out the string pretty early in the season. And, of course, you have Giancarlo Stanton, who, again, played on a non-contender. Uh, they, they dabbled a little bit in the wild card, but then they fell off pretty hard. And, you know, he got 59 home runs. This is going to be an example, because there's no way he's going to be playing in Miami next year. None. He's going to accept his most valuable player award. I'll I'll go through where the places I think he'll land. I don't think he will land in Boston. Uh, I think he will probably land in a National League uh, city. Um, Maybe the Cardinals. Maybe the Giant. I mean, the Giants are a perfect fit for him. Uh, Or there might be a surprise team like a Milwaukee, who could use, uh, you know, who could actually spend some money. I don't know. Uh, I think he's going to wind up in either San Francisco or St. Louis, but that's neither here nor is it there. I think he's going to win. I think uh, he would be my pick personally, and I think he's going to win. But as I said, I would have no problem with Votto winning. I would have no problem with Goldschmidt winning. I have no issues with those guys winning at all, at all. So, um, but I think it's going to be Stanton. That would be my pick. The AL MVP, uh, again, Jose Ramirez, great year, wonderful season. Uh, and, and look, at, I'm a huge Mike Trout fan. I think Trout had an outstanding season, even losing a month and a half. But Jose Ramirez was spectacular. And I have no problem with this. Uh, but I think the best he finishes is third. Uh, you could. I would go with Altuve. And remember, the postseason has nothing to do with this. I think his all round play and I think his consistency was outstanding. Aaron Judge obviously had a great year. He also had one huge dip shortly after the All-Star break. I don't think Altuve ever had a dip. Uh, and But Judge basically carried the Yankees on his back for the first half of the season and finished with a tremendous year. If they gave it to Aaron Judge, I have no—what I what am I going to do, complain like he had a shit season? He was spectacular. I would go with Altuve, and I think the fact that Judge is guaranteed to win the Rookie of the Year is kind of the consolation prize, kind of like when uh, Miguel Cabrera won the MVP and Mike Trout won the Rookie of the Year in 2012. So, I mean, I would pick Altuve, and I would pick Stanton. I think those are the two that are going to win— um, but as I said, I don't have an issue with Judge winning. I don't have an issue with Goldsmith or Votto winning. I'm pretty open-minded. The AL Cy Young Award, uh, Luis Severino is the number three candidate, uh, and he's going to finish third. If you Imagine, what were the odds of that if you went to Vegas and said that Luis Severino, who was horrible last year, who was a minor leaguer last year, would be number three in the Cy Young vote behind Corey Kluber and Chris Sale, uh, you would have been put instantly into a straight jacket, but you would have been correct. And Severino had a wonderful season for a Yankee team that is uh, poised to be very good for the next bunch of years. Uh, This is a strange one. You have Chris Sale and his 300-plus strikeouts for the Red Sox, and you had Corey Kluber, whose incredible consistency... Uh, led the Indians. The only times that he seemed to let the Indians down were in games two and five of the division series. But again, this is regular season. Uh, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. I'm a big Chris Sale fan. So if Chris Sale wins and the Red Sox somehow have back-to-back Cy Young Award winners did <laughs> Rick Purcello win last year, it doesn't feel like the Red Sox have had back-to-back Cy Young Award winners, but it's it's... Very possible that it could happen, and I wouldn't have an issue with it, but if you gave me a ballot, I'd give Corey Kluber his second Cy Young Award. I think it should be his third Cy Young Award. I think he should have beaten Rick Barcello last year, but Kluber is putting together a pretty interesting Hall of Fame candidacy once he becomes a multiple Cy Young Award winner. It would have helped if he have, you know, not totally blown it in this year's Game 5 of the Division Series. But that's neither here nor there. Um, one of the most interesting awards is going to be for the National League Cy Young Award because it's legacy time for these three pitchers. Again, I have no issue with any of these three, Kershaw, Scherzer, and Strasburg. If it were up to me, I would vote for Scherzer, which would be his third Cy Young Award and really, really putting up his uh, Hall of Fame uh, resume pretty intensely. If Kershaw wins, and again, he could deserve it, it would be his fourth Cy Young Award, and that would put him along. There are the people who have won four Cy Young Awards. Steve Carlton, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox. That's the company that Clayton Kershaw is trying to enter by winning another Cy Young Award. Uh, Scherzer is going for his third Which would put him alongside people like Kershaw, put him alongside people like uh, Pedro Martinez Again, pretty heady people Uh, Strasburg has never been a finalist Never been a top three Cy Young contender, and he had a terrific year And boy, that would be The That would be another argument For saving his arm back In 2012, although the greatest argument for that Would be if the Nationals ever won Um, I I think it's going to go to Kershaw. I would vote for Scherzer, but I think it's going to go to Kershaw. And again, I have no issue with that. That's, to me, that's a fine choice. Uh, Rookie of the year, the American League. Look, at, I love me, Andrew Benatendi. I love me a little Benatendi, and I love that the Red Sox are building people from the ground up. And Trey Mancini, out of nowhere, terrific season for Baltimore. Congratulations on second and third This is Aaron Judge and it should be He should get 100% of the first place votes Aaron Judge had a One of the great rookie seasons of all time Period And man, as a Red Sox fan to say Like I'm going all in on a Yankee over a Red Sox But this is not about fandom Aaron Judge was the rookie of the year Period, end of story Nationally Rookie of the Year, again, Josh Bell and Paul, is it Paul DeJong or DeHong? I never found out. It doesn't matter because it's Cody Bellinger who is, again, it should be unanimous. He was, the spark that he gave and essentially made Adrian Gonzalez completely expendable is tremendous. Now, the, the two most interesting awards are for Manager of the Year. Now, it's regular season. And Francona is the man who led the Indians to the best record in the regular season, plus the huge winning streak that was uh, in September. Francona's already a Hall of Famer. He's already won manager of the year twice. Would it be a third time? It's a distinct possibility. A.J. Hinch, again... Can't factor in the postseason, but you can factor in that the Astros cruised to a division title just several years after being a 100-loss team. Yes. And then, of course, you have the Twins made it to the postseason, and it would be one of that rare occurrence where a Hall of Famer, Paul Molitor, put together a terrific managerial year. Um, of those three, again, I have no problem with any one of those three. I would personally vote for Hinch because they ran away with it so quickly and did so with huge question marks in throughout the season, especially in their pitching staff. It's strange to say now, but they had bullpen issues. They had starting pitching issues, and they still wound up winning, was it 101, 102 ball games, and there was no division race whatsoever. Uh, you know, That's who I would vote for. You know, Francona had a team that got to Game 7 of the World Series last year. Molitor had a very good year, an 80-something win team uh, that was good enough to be one of the two wildcard teams. But Hinch had a 100-win team with a team in a division that looked like it was up in the air. I mean, some people were picking the Astros, but they weren't the overwhelming favorites to win the AL West. So my vote would be for A.J. Hinch. Um, I think it's going to go to Molitor. Mine would go to Hinch. I have no issue with Molitor doing it, but there you go. Uh, and the manager of the year in the National League is also strange because they're, they're all in the NL West. Bud Black of the Rockies, who has already won as a member of the, the managing the Padres. And it's strange. So I never think of Bud Black as being a great manager, but there's a real possibility he'll have won his second manager of the year award. Tori Lovolo with Arizona and Dave Roberts with the Dodgers. Um, I think it's going to go to Black because just bringing the Rockies to the postseason is always a, an accomplishment in any way, shape, or form. Um, I, I would probably give it to Lovolo. Um It's his first year, and the Diamondbacks had a big turnaround. But you can point to that turnaround to a degree being... A healthy team As opposed to last year when they were unhealthy uh, I don't think Roberts is going to win He won last year uh, And they had a big losing streak in the middle of September Which Fairly or not would probably cost them a few votes um, I have no issue with either Black or Lavolo. I think it's going to go to I think it's going to go to uh, Black And frankly that's probably who I'll give it to Too. What the hell You, you get the postseason as a Rockies manager There you go so in review, we have uh, AL MVP. I'd give it to Altuve. I think he's going to win. NL MVP, pick him. Uh, any one of them works for me. Uh, I, I would go with Stanton. I think he's going to win. Uh, AL Cy Young, again, I think Kluber's going to win. I think he deserves it. NL Cy Young, I think it's going to go to Kershaw. I have no issue with that, but I would give it to Scherzer. The Rookie of the Year is not even a race. It's Judge and it's Bellinger. Manager of the year, I think, will go to Molitor, I would give it to Hinch, and manager of the year, I think, goes to Black, and I think he deserves it. There should be a huge ceremony, there should be a big game show about it, but they're not going to do it. But those are my thoughts on that. Tell me what you think by going to, uh, in, email me at com or write something on the Facebook page. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, i on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes I'm, 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 it's a, no it's now Apple Podcasts hey do me a favor if you like the podcast write a review uh, on Apple Podcasts that really helps and uh, pretty soon I'll be launching a Kickstarter because I have some ideas of ways to make this even a little better so go to sullybaseball.com do all that other shit I just told you to do the music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kalisky going through the ballot this is Sully Baseball for the 10th day of November 2017 I'm your host Paul Francis Sullivan please call me Sully